Blog Talk Radio. I'd like to welcome, welcome, welcome everybody, man, to the Relax and Relate Show, man. This is your boy, Rolo Solo, a.k.a. Roland, if you know me. And y'all already know how we do it, man, on the Relax and Relate Show. We turn up, we interview, we, we get the business, we get in your business. We do we do a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned to uh, what's going to happen tonight as we speak with Miss Kimberly Nelson Ziegler. And uh, we're going to uh, speak with her about her book and everything that she has going and um, figure out where you, exactly you can get the book, how long she's been writing and things like that, you know. Um, what else was it? It was, uh, oh, yeah, then we got another part of the show also. We'll be having some hot topics, um, speaking about people who are undateable, uh, maybe some relationship issues, relationship advice, friendships, and things like that. So, yeah, make sure y'all stay tuned. For everything that's going to happen today. And we'll be right back. Rolo Solo. What up, homie? Relax and relay. Go. What the city won't, what the city get. Yeah, we do it for people without the benefits. It's all power to the people that we represent. Independent music from artists you haven't heard it yet. Playing all years, bringing great vibes. Everyone pull up a seat. Let's have a great time. Clock Tuesday from 8 to 9, Wednesday, drop and pop from 7 to 9, Friday we awesome, we bound to shine, then it's on again at 7, about to bring it live, Saturday we energize, come back from 5 to 6, pieces through those speakers and we eating with some chopper sticks, yeah you know the show about to take off, we made it look fat as a rat, and about to make off the plan been set, and everything is slowing, time to place them bets. Hey, it's time to place them bets, man, hey, we do it for those who can't. You know, that's, that's that's just how it is. And, again, this is the Relax and Relay Show. Like I said, we will be speaking with Miss Kimberly today, as we do already have her on the line. How are you doing today, Miss Kimberly? Hi. How you doing, Roland? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, it's been a long week. We finally made it to Friday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But we're going to keep it moving. K-I-M, keep it moving, is in the place. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Keep it moving. Oh, keep it moving. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I like how you did that. I like that. So, of course, this isn't my first time speaking with you, but I believe it is the first time for the people to hear from you. So, mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost, so that, you know, the people can find you as we go through the show. Um, yeah. Do you have any social medias you would like to give out, any Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, or anything like that? Uh, Facebook, they could uh, just find me under my name, Kimberly Nelson hyphen Ziegler. Um, Instagram, I'm on there, but I'm not on there, so I'm gonna just leave that alone. Um, they can find me through uh, my publisher, Beyond Me Publishing, um, Miss Latoya Graham, and on Amazon, I'm gonna be on all major platforms. Come Father's Day when my book drops, so. Um, I'm a lightweight, but I won't be for some, for, for long, you know, trying to get this uh, party going, uh, trying to stay on top of my game and everything. This is all new to me, but um, my publisher has schooled me. She has helped me and um, 
got me ready for this day right here. So I'm just ready to just talk to you and just talk to everybody and just anything I could do to try to help anyone to encourage them that uh, writing a book is um, it's hard work, it's dedication, but anybody can do it. Understood. Yeah, anybody can do it. As long as you're getting your point across, you know, it's it's, it's very plausible. I, I heard you say that your book is going to be dropping next weekend, Father's Day weekend, correct? In two days, um, this week. Oh no, this oh so this week. Oh, okay, yeah, two days. Okay, so, <laughs> um, how long did it take you to get to this point? Um, I started my book back in '08, and um, dealing with some uh, health issues and stuff like that. I ended up moving from Detroit, Michigan, and ended up in Pensacola, Florida, for 12 years. And back in December of 22, I had another near-death experience, and I ended up meeting this young lady on the phone um, through MedCorp. And she, I had ended up telling her some of my story, and I was told her I was looking for a publisher. And she gave me Ms. Latoya Graham's number. And we talked, and it was history. Four months later, my book, the rest of my book was finished. I had already had 100 pages done back in 08 and had them copywritten, you know, my name and everything, called Figure 8, Faith in God, You Reach Eternity. But I got the last 100 pages done in the last four months. So here we are now with a completed book. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And the reason why I waited so long, because this is your baby. You know, it's an autobiography about my life. And I had to wait until God gave me the right person. And he matched me up with Latoya. And that's how that came to be. So if it wasn't for me having a near-death experience and meeting Miss Tosh, um, the young lady from MedCorps, her introducing me and writing all my information down, she said she was so intrigued by my story, the brief story that I did tell her, um, she gave my stuff to, information to um, Ms. Latoya Graham, and here we are, uh, five months later, a uh, completed book. Okay, okay, okay. So now this biography, right? Okay, so <laughs> because, again, you know, if, if you're writing something about yourself, of course, as long as you're still living, there's new stuff always happening. So yeah. at what chapter of your life did you really decide to, like, I guess, end the book? Okay, so the phone went out, that last part. You said what chapter? Repeat that one part. Uh, what chapter of your life did you decide to, like, I guess, just close the book off on? Um, when I met my husband. Um okay. uh we met back in two thousand seventeen. Um I had okay. another near death experience and um I ended the chapter with us because so many things happened in that time frame. And I wanted to end it end it with that because so many more things have happened since then, but I wanted to end it with that because it was eighteen chapters, I condensed down to twelve chapters. So I made the last chapter, chapter 12, about me and him. Okay. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Ended on a love note. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it, was, it was a very unique situation. 
So I'm gonna let you pick whatever you want me to just kind of horn in on. I'm gonna share a little bit with the world today. I'm not gonna share a lot, but I'm gonna share a little bit because I have to. Um, and I want them just to get a little bit. So I'm gonna let you pick. You know, out of the t- t- twelve chapters, I want you to tell me, hey, just pick something. You know, um, and I'll share that with however much you want me to or whatever. Just you can ask me anything. This is open book. This is about my life. Um, there's no regret, there's no fear, there's nothing uh, that's going to keep me from answering the questions. So whatever you want to ask, just ask. Okay. So um, in the um, in your in your in your uh, small in, in your bio that that we received, you know, uh, I did notice that. I, uh, I guess your, your your father was in the service. So did you do a lot of moving around? No, when um my father was in the service when I was young. So we had okay. moved originally from Detroit. I was born in Detroit. We moved from Detroit to um San Bernardino, California. And that's when he was in the army and in Hawaii and stuff like that. So I was a little girl. So I don't remember any of those things. I'm just going by based off what my mom told me. Um, when I was four, we moved to Toledo, Ohio, and that's where I was pretty much from four to 30. And then I moved back to Detroit, Michigan from 30 to 39, and then I moved to Pensacola from 39, and now I'm 51. So now um, here I am. I was in Pensacola 12 years, and I'm in Alabama, Foley, Alabama. I've been here a year. So, no, I never really moved around. No, it wasn't that type of lifestyle. Okay, okay. So out of the places that you've been, which one would you prefer to really be in? As I could say, I think Pensacola really because of the um, nine months of heat and three months of cold opposed to up north, <laughs> nine months of cold and three months. <laughs> well, tell me you about don't even really get a three months it, of cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't even get a three months of hot up north. You. They really, because uh, it's still snowing in May, so they really cheat you. <laughs> it ain't the same like when I was a kid. So I think Pensacola, Pensacola was laid back. Um, it's a retirement um, town, um, but it was great. I loved it there, whatever. We ended up in, uh, moving to Foley, Alabama due to my mom. Uh, she's elderly, and we had to find somewhere else to stay. So this was an opportunity for us to buy a house and, um, you know, just Step it up, I guess. Go to the next level in life. So that's why we ended up in uh, Alabama. So, thank you much to it. uh, (laughs) I'm from Texas, and I like my heat, but I did need to change the scenery. So, it's like, yeah. and I was just telling people the other day, I was like, I stepped outside June 12th, and I could see my breath. That has never happened a day in my life where it's 50 degrees in June. I've never been nowhere where it's 50 degrees in June. I haven't. I'm not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this weather has been kind of uh, uh, bipolar lately, so we you don't know what you're going to wake up to nowadays. So I'm just being honest. <laughs> I totally agree because my people in Texas, they was telling me the last couple of days have been having a lot of bad thunderstorms and hell and everything. So huh, I totally understand. Aww. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Now, now as you moved on and things like that, I noticed that uh, 
you um, obtained your license in cosmetology. Yeah. So is that something that you like to do? Is that something that you currently do now? Do you Are you a hairstylist or anything like that? I am still licensed in three states. Um, I obtained my cosmetology license. I went to cosmetology school when I was a junior in high school. So mm-hmm. when I graduated from high school, I had a month to go in beauty school. So I was in a salon uh, a, a month and a half after I graduated from, um, you know, from high school. And I had my cosmetology license two months after I graduated from cosmetology school. So I was in the salon by 19 doing hair on a professional oh. level. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That don't sound so, yeah, bad. I'm still right licensed. Yeah, and then I'm a, a, a licensed instructor, too, of 28 years. So the school that I graduated from, I ended up going back and being coming a instructor like three years later. Now, while writing your book, because, I mean, it is a book about yourself. So it's like, yes. was it hard to put some of the things inside the book? It wasn't hard because it was something that God wanted me to do. And the book is called um, Figure Eight. And figure means faith in God, you reach eternity. Um, and with eternity, there's a beginning and an end. You put the eight on its side, it's the infinity sign. There's a beginning, but it's not an end. And that's when you will go and live eternal life with God. You know, you live forever and ever and ever. It never it never ends. As if, you know, we here on earth, it, we have a beginning here, but but we have an end here. It's ending. It's not, this is, we're not going to live everlasting life here on earth. So it was very, it wasn't difficult because he ordered my steps. Um, Like I said, I have had four near-death experiences. Um, And I'm still here to talk about it. And I tried, like I said, I, I waited so long to get my book finished because I could not just hand it to the to anybody. It had to be the right person to take my life because this was my baby. This is all I had. Um, it might not mean anything to anybody else, but it was what I was given. So I wasn't going to just let anybody just mistreat it or mis, you know, do anything with it because enough of that had been done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I wasn't going to allow that. So God allowed me to give it to LaToya, and she took care of my baby. She made sure that my voice was heard. She made sure that every word that I put in this book was my words. It wasn't her words. It wasn't, you know, Grammarly. It wasn't Google. It wasn't nobody else's words. It was my words. So um, in that standpoint, no, it it wasn't hard. It was hard to relive some of the things that's happened to me. Um, due to the fact that it was jacked up. But when you have forgiven somebody truly, you're able to burn and move forward. So in that sense, it, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. okay. And uh, 
I do want to go ahead and give a shout out to Miss Toya Graham for making sure that we did get linked up and making sure this interview did happen. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to her yeah. and um, yeah. all the motion that she Here's got going. You know, welcome her back to the Midwest. You know, for like a couple of days because ain't gonna tell them when she's gonna take off on us. You know how she do. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, me and her we did have we had a great interview as well. Um, we were talking about her books yeah. also. Um, so let's see. Um, so so because you did uh, join forces with Miss Graham, you know, and things like that. Um, I guess prior to that was everything that you had going on with your book. Was it just basically on hold until you were guided into the right direction or into the right hands to to continue to move forward? Yes. Yeah. I've been praying for um, over 15 years to find the right person, and it took a near-death experience for me to find that person. And um, like I said, that young lady just heard maybe five minutes of my story, and she wrote all my personal information down and called me back a week later to tell me that, hey, Miss Kim, I'm sorry, but this is such and such. You talked to on the phone last week. I was so intrigued by your story that I wrote down your phone number and all your information so I could give it to my friend that is a publisher um, because I feel that she could help you get your story out. And um, I just felt like that was in divine order. That was that was some steps was guided because the average person, you know, when you're on the phone, sometimes you talk to different, you know, um, telemarketers or whoever you're don't, don't, dealing with on the phone as far as doing business. And, they ain't intrigued like that to try to write down your information because you know that's a personal phone. Everything is being recorded. So she really couldn't talk to me the way she really wanted to. So that's why she wrote down my information. So I'm just thankful that she saw something, she heard something, and God guided her to help me. So this wouldn't have happened without her. And it wouldn't have happened if Miss Latoya didn't accept my story and take it up under her wing and, and make it turn into what she made it turn into, which is it's a beautiful thing. And I hope and pray that everybody that get a copy, it changes their lives in some shape or form. If it's one word that resonates with them, then I did what I was supposed to do. I totally agree. I totally agree. You know, even, you know, out of all the chapters, out of all the words, you know, as, as, as long as it's like you get one thing that's very valuable to you so that you can continue to move forward in life. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's there's plenty of jewels in the book. So it's like you, you, you take one, deal with it, come back and get another one, you know. And and in today's world and society, you know, the the experiences and the, and the things that you probably encountered and went through would be very, very helpful for others, but the thing about those others is we got to get them to pick up a book and understand Mm -hmm. that time is just a a repeat, you know, that's it, Mm -hmm. that's it, it's just a repeat, you know. Mm -hmm. So we might have to go old school, Roland. We might have to go back to reading the books to our children or reading it to a young adult, going into some of these schools and taking a book that is this type of book and reading it to the young ladies, the men. You know, maybe that's something we got to do. 
Maybe we got to just go back to the, the beginning, back to the basics, and that's what I keep saying. The basics worked. There was a rule, there were regulations. They were rules, there were regulations. They were things in place for a reason. That's why boundaries and rules and, and, and all that stuff, because I, I read a, a passage, God said, my child, if I would have uh, just gave you unlimited time, <laughs> could you imagine how the world would be? I put the world and the days in 24-hour segments for a reason because you wouldn't be able to handle anything more than that. And I believe that. I, I stand on that 100%. We wouldn't know what to do if we had more than 24 hours a day. I think it yeah, should be in 12-hour segments, but it ain't, yeah. you know. But 24 hours, just imagine if we had – 72-hour days, you know, really? No, I think that would be very productive. Right, because you got people you who don't think? even know what do you think 24 about that they do have. Exactly. <laughs> Time management is a problem for, for most Americans, most people, period. Time management is not utilized well. We waste a lot of time. We really do. What's the word? Shucking and driving? <laughs> we waste a lot yeah. of time mm-hmm. Yeah And especially with these phones And all this other stuff going on We really waste a lot of time <laughs> But you know oh, yeah. Hey to each his own I'm not here to judge nobody Like I said We need to get back to the basics And that's just to really uh, Just try to get another A strong foundation Let's try to get, get some foundation Back in our lives The structure Simple things, just simple things. Let's start with the simple things. Right. So now what was probably, I'm going to say, what was the what was probably the hardest part of the book to write? Abuse. Okay. Um that I endured in a particular relationship and my son uh, um, receiving some of that. Uh, As a parent, you try to do the best you can for your child. Um, And sometimes we set our kids up for failure. We set them up for failure. Um, Not intentionally, but because we thought we were doing the best thing at the time for everybody, but it wasn't the best thing. Um, And we set them up for failure. Um, So if I could, if I could go back on anything that I've ever done, it was um, not handling some things the right way. And that was due to the fact that I was ill. You know, um, I didn't have the uh, I didn't have the strength to fight. Uh, I had to use every ounce of energy I had to get up and just walk ten feet a day, and sleep twenty three hours just to get another enough energy to get up another day and do another ten um, feet. Um. And I allow others to lead and guide while I was trying to get better medically, physically, and emotionally. 
Um, but everybody don't raise children the same way. You know, your child rearing might be differently from someone else's, and that was the case. Somebody else's was pretty much borderline abusive opposed to yours having a little bit more structure to it. Um, Very important who you let around your children. Um, It's very important who you trust around your children. Um, Everyone don't have your best interest and everyone don't have your kids' best interest. Um, But when you're in a situation where you can't do for yourself and that's all you have to work with, um, it's, it's difficult. It's painful. It's uh, frustrating. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can understand. I can. You know, because, I mean, we, like you said, we do so much thinking that it's, that it's, that it's right at the time because, I mean, I mean, that's just what we can see. We, we, we only see so far in front of us. And then, you know, it's those other things and other times where you just got to kind of take that leap of faith and, 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 and hope and pray that everything comes out right. You know, um, there's been a, there's been a disconnect somewhere, um, as the generations roll around and down. So, I mean, only thing we can do as people is is get it all back together or at least try to. Yeah. I just let my mom read my book. Um, I uh, pressed play on the computer and, you know, she's elderly and um, she's been dealing with a lot of health issues for a long, long, long time. And she's sick all the time. And I take care of her 24 hours a day. Um, Had to get someone in here to try to help me so I can move a little bit around and do this and do that, some things that I need to get done. But um, she looked at me and she said, I'm sorry that I couldn't save you or I wasn't there to help you Um, all the things that you went through. And what she what ended up happening was she like started trying to like internalize my book and make it about her and make it her fault because this happened and this happened and that happened and I said, Mom, I've forgiven. I've moved on. I said, Have I ever been in jail? She's like, No. I said, Have I been arrested? No. I said, Have I ever been a bad kid? No. You know. I said, You did good, Ma. I said, in the book, am I bashing you? No. Okay. You did the best you could do. I said, so I don't want you to internalize what another person did or said by reading these 12 chapters. I want you to just give me your honest opinion. I said, Mom, what did you think about my book? I want you to be totally honest and transparent with me. She just told me this today. She said, you not If you weren't my daughter, and I read this book, she said the fact that it could help other young children, other young girls and mothers, um, parents, you know, read this to their children and help them and them get something and gain some knowledge from it to help them so they won't make the same mistakes in life. She said, but 
if I had to rate your book, she said I would give it a ten. And she's and and that just made my heart full because I know she's telling me the truth. My mom is that type of lady gonna tell you the truth. She ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing. She ain't gonna she ain't doing it. She don't care if it's for me. She's not gonna do it. And when she told me that, that's all. I, I mean, I had already felt in my heart it was a ten. I already know it's gonna be a bestseller because God already told me so. He already told me so. And I claim that. For the first time, I claim it. Usually I'll be like, well, and I would doubt. It would be nothing but doubt. For the first time in my life, Roland, ain't no doubt. I know that this was ordained by God, and I know this is going to help a lot of women, a lot of people, and it's going to save some lives. And my mom just gave me a stamp of approval that I did a good job, and I'm okay with that. If don't everybody else bad, it say nothing but negative things from this point, day on. It don't even matter. I know in my heart that this is from God, and it's going to help somebody, and that's all, and that's why I wrote it. And it was painful. It was. It was uh, It was a hard because, you know, Latoya is, is a hard cookie to, you know, crumble, baby. She, I had to reread <laughs> it and rewrite it and rewrite I had to literally, no, like at least 10 times, at least 10, 11 times I had to, Rewrite and reread and reread and reread and reread the 12 chapters. And I had to make sure it was what it was before she put her approval on it, for real. Like she was, and I was up at 3 in the morning, a lot of many nights. We was on the phone doing Zoom calls at 3 in the morning, going over information and making sure the T's was crossed and the I's was dotted and everything was what it was. So she ain't no joke now. If you ain't about your business and you you truth the truth about trying to write a book and be an author, don't even call her. And she <laughs> would crack that whip on you. As I did feel like I was on the plantation a few times. I truly did. I told her, okay, uh, uh, <laughs> like I just walked off the plantation. <laughs> but, but she, but she real though. You know, you ain't gonna find nobody realer. Nobody that's going to support you. I mean, every day she called me, she texts me, uplifting uh, messages, um, texts every day for five months straight, even now. We talk every day, every day, and she's just real. She's just true, and I, I couldn't ask for a better friend and, and, and a mentor and publisher and um, sister for life. I, I I couldn't ask for nothing more, and the fact that she even got this to uh, happen, you know, um, I'm just I'm just humble, I'm just thankful. I am I am I'm just I'm grateful, and just to be talking to you is an honor, you know. Well, hey, and like I said, I'm I'm, I'm glad she connected us. I'm glad that me and her were able to actually do an interview as well, you know, and, and, and things like that. You know, because, again, everybody that's actually doing something for themselves, you know, then we try to we try to help the best way possible. You know, I mean, we, we got a platform and we got listeners, you know. So, matter of fact, speaking of listeners, anybody who would like to call in may have a question. You're more than welcome to do so. That's 515-605-9898. Phone lines are open. So, if you got a question for Ms. Kimberly. You're more than welcome to call and ask, you know. Um, and, and, okay, so 
You said your book's 12 chapters? Yes. Okay. So, um, will this be the only project that you do? No, I've already started my next book. Okay. okay. I've already started one. Um, I've had many people come to me and say, okay, so when the next book coming out? And I was like, uh, oh, really? So we doing that? Um. This one ain't even hot to press yet. Can y'all give me a month? Just kind of rest my brain. Okay, no. Okay, well. Um, so I thought about it. I prayed about it, and he gave me um, a title, and um, I wrote the first paragraph the other night. So I'm I'm going to dive into it. Um, I did talk to Miss Latoya about um, because I'm a licensed CNA, and you know they always say like CNAs are heroes, but I. I told her, you know, uh, I, I feel totally disrespected because uh, uh, I don't feel like no hero. Um, I'm underpaid. Um, I said the name of the book is going to be called uh, The Life of a Caregiver, One Paycheck from Holding Up a Sign Saying I Work for Food. Um, and she busted out laughing, and I said, I'm for real. That's what it's going to be called. Um, yeah, I'm going to be standing on the corner just holding the sign. I'm, I'm asking, you know, I work for food because that's how, that's how they pay CNAs. <laughs> like oh, wow. certified nursing assistant, you know, like we're right up under the nurses and we get, you know, Chick-fil-A get paid $19, $20 an hour while we over here getting paid $12 an hour, $10 an hour. It's it's crazy. I don't even And we have to have a license and CEO, um, CEO hours and, and and pay for the license every two years and CPR and all of this extra stuff we got to have to be a CNA. And we get paid like we, um, you know, like it's our first job. <laughs> and I don't understand that. That's crazy to me. So, yeah. It's gonna yeah, be something. you know, I got to do, do a lot of traveling medical. and stuff too. So, you know, that's really crazy. And I go in these people's homes and spend a night and some of them got rats and roaches and, and uh, and um, you know some situations is not good. You know, should nobody be living there? But you know, I'm not there to be comfortable. I'm there to take care of the patient. Um, so right. I have to pray about a lot of things. You know, because again, you're sitting there, you're afraid to just sit down because it's so it's so filthy. But I'm not there to judge them. I'm not there to look down on them. I'm there to help them because they need help. So God always gives me the strength to get through the day, get through the night. I ain't never been bit or nothing. So, you know, hey, he's covered me almost 20 years. So I, I, I've i been very, very blessed, very blessed. So that's just one of the things I do. <laughs> I got a whole list of things that I'm that I'm, I'm licensed and, and that I do. I'm very talented. Um, and I just realized that when I read my resume last month and I just said, wow. Wow. Like, I, I literally had to sit down. I said, wow, I've done all of this, and I'm still making $3 an hour? Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> Something's totally wrong with this whole picture. <laughs> if I would have said that to, you know, and I want to just shout out to Latoya because we had a conversation the other day, and she thought Ike Turner was still living, and um, I just told her she was disrespectful because she said, you know, I wanted. Tina out to outlive Ike. 
I said, um, Latoya, uh, Ike been dead since 2007, dear. Uh, Ike has been gone, bad. He gone. Unless he walking around mm-hmm. in another body. And we just scream laughing. You hear me? And she, she, you could not have <laughs> told her that Ike Turner wasn't still walking around here. So I just want to give you a shout out that you ain't right and you disrespectful on every level and you really need to get it together. Okay, I'm done. Um, we can get back to this rolling fire. Just can't. I had to get that off my chest. Oh, no problem, no problem. I know screaming. I know uh-huh. <laughs> So guess what? I'm going to give her time. I'm going to give her time to text you and, and, and figure it out. Watch this. We're going to play some LMA shot clock. We'll be right back on the Relax and Relax show. Okay. Hey. Yeah, you better not stop. You got 24 seconds. Can you beat the shot up? What you waiting on, little daddy? I ain't got that much time. You seem anxious, you seem adamant, but you ain't pressed my line. Wondering why, why, why? No, you ain't shy, shy, shy. I'ma say bye, bye, bye. Better know I won't think twice. Better let go of your pride. Do now, just do now. Don't you know all of these niggas wish that they could back I'm just saying, boy, you playing, you gon' let it wind down. You got 24 seconds and it's starting right now. Shock like, don't feed, don't feed. You gon' fish your opportunities. Shock like, don't feed, don't feed. Nigga, pick up your feet. Shock like, don't feed, don't feed. You gon' fish your opportunities. What the fuck you waiting for? Yeah. It's a lot of niggas hating, and I don't entertain them. But damn, you gotta give me more. I know, I know, and I'm really If you don't want it like me, I can think about a hundred things I could be doing right now to waste my time with you. Okay, okay. But you gotta have it your way. Don't you know all of these niggas with the Flip it round, add VE, and let's see if this goes far. 
full of chuckles and cuddles and sometimes I puddle. Compose love like we're Mozart. give it a try and that first song again was <clears throat> excuse me do apologize about that and uh, again that first song was Ellie May Shot Clock and we back over here on the Relax and Relay show with Miss Kimberly so how did you feel about that second song of course everybody knows that first song but how did you feel about that second song I liked it okay 
music. I love music. I need music. Music, I, it wouldn't be, if it wasn't for music, I know I wouldn't be here right now. I would have been gone a long time ago. So mm. I love all types of music, and that felt good. That made your spirit feel good. That was one of those songs, Feel Good Spirit. Okay. Okay. Good, good, is that good. a new artist? Uh, well, um, his name is Glancy Kelly. Uh, he's an R&B artist. Um, he's from Dallas, Texas. Independent artist. So yes. Okay. Nice. And he so he has he has plenty of music out. Uh, that one that one there was mm-hmm. actually one of the uh, older tracks that I that I like to play on the show. Um, but yeah, he does have uh, more updated, more little R&B pop music as well and things like that. So yeah, you can look him up, maybe add a couple things to your playlist. You never know. That's right. So, um, now where do we leave off? Okay. So you said that you did start another project and then you got people who's coming up to you wanting you to do things also. Um, and I did. I, I did hear you mention. You said you push play on the computer for your mother. So, do you have this as an audible, or that was just something special for her? Um, on um, if you have an HP computer, you can just it can read it aloud. Whatever you have on there, oh, you yeah. can just press okay. read aloud, and it'll read it. Yeah. So I just did that for her. So she did part of it. Got read to her. The other part, she wanted to read it herself. So I just kind of, you know. Let her read probably, she read out of the 12, I think she read like six chapters and six of them got played on the read aloud part Uh-oh. on the computer. Something's going on. Can you hear me? I'm sure. Hello? 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 Looks like her line dropped, so we'll give her a moment. She'll uh, jump back on. And since I was speaking about Glancy, what we'll do is uh, until she gets back on, I'll go ahead and play one of those quick songs real quick. The name of this song here is called Met You.
could have sworn that your body still touched me. Yeah, I can go on the night when we have it. We'll be ready for that life and my actions. I know you need satisfaction. All that I'm giving you, you know what's happening. Ooh, you know I ain't the police. Hell yeah, your boyfriend. Just me and you, that's all we need. But there's no other place I'd rather be. Oh, the way you put the booty in my face, You know I have to come and draw you by the way, Late show. I guess the technical difficulties was on my end, so we are okay. back. <laughs> so okay. again, that was one. Of, that was another song from Glancy. The name of the song was "Met You." So how'd you like that? One? I like that. I like that. That made me make me want to get on the dance floor. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Okay, so um, I got people actually inboxing me and texting me, and they're asking um, where exactly. Uh, can they find the book? Right now it's on Amazon. Um, they would put in figure eight and then my name, Kimberly Nelson hyphen Ziegler. It's the very first book that's going to pop up. It has to be just regular Amazon. It can be Amazon Prime. Um, we are figuring that out. But on Father's Day in two days, and, and, and if you get it now, it's pre-sale. You know what I'm saying? It's a pre-sale. Mm-hmm. But if you wait till Father's Day, you can get it on all 4,000 platforms all over, everywhere. Okay, okay. Because I know Miss Graham is a, is, is, is a big thing with Barnes & Noble, so you can walk in Barnes & Nobles and go get this book. I know that for a fact. Yeah, it's on Barnes & Noble, too. My picture just wasn't popping up, but it was coming up as far as the name and everything. Just my picture wasn't. But, um, again, uh, it's pre-sale. Um, but if you put just Kimberly Nelson, uh, like figure eight, Kimberly Nelson hyphen Ziegler, it'll come up, uh, especially on Amazon. Like it's the first book that put that pops up, the very first book. But on Father's okay. Day, every platform you can get it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And I have four um, book signings coming up. Um, I'm going to be in Rise Magazine, Louis Farrakhan's. Magazine. I'm going to be in his featured in his magazine. Um, that's coming up in July. I have a live book signing coming up in Atlanta. On um, I am a co-host and host uh, with the co. I'm a co-host and with the off. His um, name is Gerald um, Emerson Rose. He is the CEO of New Order Human Rights Organization, and I'm the um, national ambassador. And he's the um, host of the show, and I'm the co-host. And it's on ATL Talks Cluster TV, and that's um, in Atlanta. And they have 5.4 million listeners on demand, iHeartRadio. Um, so that's a big platform, and I drive every second and fourth Saturday of the month um, to Atlanta to um, be a part of that, which is awesome. 
Um, I have two book signings in Pensacola, one on July 1st, one on August 4th, and then I have another one in Toledo, Ohio. Um, July 7th, and I will be, I just got off the phone with Channel 11 News in Toledo, Ohio. I will be um, um, on TV there on their show called Good Day doing a segment, and they will cover my book signing there in Toledo, Ohio also. So I have a lot of things um, in the works, and uh, God has just been opening doors in the last four months. My whole life has changed. So I'm just so humble and thankful, and I just appreciate everybody's love. And I cannot wait for y'all to get the book because I know, like I said, it's going to touch somebody's uh, heart and it's going to pull on somebody's heartstring and it's going to change somebody's life. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Miss Kimberly, we are coming close to the end of our show. Did you want to give any shout-outs or words of encouragement uh, for the people out here listening? And I got people text me back talking about they found it. So there you go. Okay, good. That's awesome. (laughs) Basically, y'all, I just want to tell you, when I say K-I-M, keep it moving, that's a lifestyle. I live by that every day. I live by that daily. If it's something in your life that you don't like, change it. If it's something that you're not happy with, change it. If you don't know the answer to something, don't ever feel like you can't ask that question because I learned that in college. The one dumb question is the one you don't ask. Always put yourself in a position where you can learn, but you got to be a willing participant. you got to open up your eyes, your ears. And remember, if you don't know this, listen. And silence is the very same, it's the same word. It's just spelt differently. The letters are just Correct. in different places. And a lot of people are like, wow, really? Yeah. Um, so... Your perspective is your perspective. Your opinion is your opinion, and it's okay. It's okay to be okay. It's okay not to be okay, and it's okay to disagree. Just because you disagree with someone don't mean they're right and you're wrong and you're wrong and they're right. It doesn't mean that. It just means that y'all have a difference of opinion. That's the way it's supposed to be. If you're in a situation, if you're in a relationship with someone and you find yourself saying, I want the person that I met 10 years ago, You should never want to be with the same person 10 years later. Both of you should have evolved in some shape or form. You should always be evolving. You should always be growing. You should want to. If you're still in the same spot you were in 10 years ago, you're stagnant. You're not living. You're just existing. You're an autopilot. That's not a good place to be. I'm telling you, take it from someone that's been an autopilot for her whole life. I am just now living my life at 51 years old. It's not a good feeling. Live your life. You only get one. So all I want to say is, God bless you guys. Please go get the book, Figure Eight, Faith in God, You Reach Eternity. And reach out to me on Facebook, Kimberly Nelson hyphen Ziegler. My email is figure eight one eight one eight K N Z at gmail dot com. Hit me up. I'm one of them people. Reach out. I'm a free spirit. Let's talk woman to woman. Let's talk man to woman. Let's just talk. So thank you so much for this opportunity, Mr. Rowland, and God bless. You're so very welcome. And guess what? When you get that next project done and ready, you're more than welcome to come back. And uh, Ms. Graham, you make sure you come back too. I know you're out there listening. I know you're listening. <laughs> I know you are. So um, 
with that being said, I'm going to leave everybody with the question of the day, like always, which is, what are you doing today that's going to help you quit your 9 to 5 tomorrow? Hmm. So, yeah, all y'all sleep on that and figure it out. Because, again, <laughs> like you said, it's 24 hours in a day, and we all got the same 24 hours. Use it to the best of your yeah. ability. Shout out to the artist Cali for this fire, fire theme song. Boom. Rolo Solo. What up, homie? Relax and relay. Go. What the city won't, what the city get. Yeah, we do it for people without the benefits. It's all power to the people that we represent. Independent music from artists you haven't heard it yet. Playing all years, bringing great vibes. Everyone, pull up a seat. Let's have a great time. Eastern clock, Tuesday from 8 to 9. Wednesday, drop and pop from 7 to 9. Friday, we awesome. We bound to shine. Then it's on again at 7. About to bring it live. Saturday, we energized. Come back from 5 to 6. Peace to those speakers. And we eating with some chopper sticks. Yeah, you know the show about to take off. We made it look bad as a rat. And about to make off the plan been set. And everything is slow and time to place them best. 